Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content that is coming your way, hit that subscribe button. It means a ton. It helps me grow the channel a lot. Um, also, folks, hit that bell. Get every notification from this channel. And also, if you're listening to this in the podcast and not YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, share. Or just Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Breaker, the whole nine. Anywhere there's a streaming podcast platform, you will see the Nino's Corner podcast. But today, folks, we're going to go over a quick game recap with the NCN metrics which is the actual Nino's Corner number of Texas versus UTSA. But first off, prior to us getting into those metrics, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsors. So folks, our first sponsor is BetUS. So go to BetUS.com, use the promo code Nino's Corner, and get 125% sign-up bonus. Again, folks, that's free money that you can use to be, you know, putting bets on like the like the Canelo versus Triple G fight this past weekend, all the college football games, um, Texas coverage spread. You know, you could have made some money on that. It's free money, folks. Go up there to betus.com, promo code Nino's Corner, or just go in the description. Just click that link, and you're good to go, folks. Also, second uh, sponsor, folks, is Manscaped. So, folks, go to manscaped.com, get the actual 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the code Nino's Corner, again, at manscaped.com. 20% off from free worldwide shipping using the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. So, folks, today we're going to talk about uh, just a quick recap of Texas versus UTSA. Jeff Trailer had his guys ready to play. You know, Frank Harris being their really good quarterback. Man, if he could, if he had an arm, like a really, really good arm, he'd be a hell of a prospect, folks, for the pros. Um, but he's uh he was a really good player. Um, definitely could use his legs. Uh, yeah, he was he was electric. However, Texas did very good in this game by adjusting. Their their second half adjustments were really good. Um, you know, previously last year, maybe like like the year prior to that, once we got leads or were tied going into halftime to teams that were lesser talented than Texas, we kind of folded. Um, but this team really rallied, did great things after halftime, only allowed three additional points after halftime and scored an additional how many points was that? Uh, they went from 17 to 41, right? So that is 24 points. So Texas won the second half battle 24 to 3. You know, so kudos to the uh, Texas defense and the Texas offense for doing their thing. Um, one thing that the Texas defense did, and we'll actually talk about here once we see the metrics, um, they only allowed two explosive plays, meaning on a run play, um, a play that was 15 yards or more, and on a pass play, a play that was 20 yards or more. Um, so they only allowed two for the entire game. Um, but I think that was by design by UTSA. I think they saw exactly what Bryce Young did against Texas in that closing drive, you know, for uh, Alabama to actually beat Texas at DKR, um, you know, basically going empty, using a lot of dinks and dunks to get uh, lesser yardage, but to, but to continue to move the chain. And I think we saw that on UTSA's first drive, but that drive being 20 real plays, 22 plays in total with, you know, with those two penalties. But twenty plays um, that actual that actually counted toward the uh, the box score count. So um, really good game plan by Jeff Trailer. Um, but they were hurt, you know, as well. Their offensive line wasn't healthy. Um, our defensive line was healthy, and I think that was the difference there on the 
on the defensive side of the ball here for Texas. Our offense, you know, was manned and led by Hudson Card. You know, there's a lot of talk. Would it be Hudson Card? Would it be Charles Wright? You know, so we saw Hudson Card do his thing. And uh, I think his his biggest play didn't come from his arm this weekend. His biggest play came from that 32 or was it 33-yard run on a um, on a second down, I think a second and 22 or a second and 21. But he actually ran the ball for over 30 yards. And we know that is something that Hudson Card can do. He was a wide receiver when he was at Lake Travis. A lot of you know folks like to forget that. And he, he actually didn't play quarterback, folks, until I think his junior year. So you're looking at a guy who's still getting like the nuances of playing quarterback. And he did a did an outstanding job of actually manning this team and leading them to the win. Uh, great production from the running backs as well. And we'll get into that as well. Bijan, another great game, 20 carries, I think 182 yards, um, two touchdowns, one for 78 yards, one for 41 yards. So he had the explosive play nature in him as well. And Rojo, what can you say about Rojo, man? Rojo's awesome. And we'll also talk about the jumbo package. You know, Sark has been using the jumbo package these these first three games, and, and that jumbo package is using um, the backup tackle, Andre Carrick, as a second tight end. Texas used that a lot this game. I think they used it 16 times this game, which was uh, three or four plays less than what they used combined over the first two games. So he's starting to incorporate that. And the last game, it was more for pass protection against Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. This game, it was more for running. Out of those 16 plays, um, Sark used the jumbo package 15 times for the run and one time for the pass, and we'll get into that as well. Um, but, yeah, folks, let's just go ahead and get into those metrics, man. Let's just talk about uh, just the game in general. So let's just uh, share the screen here, folks, and get into the stats. All right, folks, So what we got here. We have uh, Texas, let's see, Texas, Texas here. All right. Let's go up. So this is game three. Game three here, um, like I said, UTSA really took advantage, um, had longer play drives here. They uh, had a 13-minute time of possession lead against Texas, if I'm not mistaken, and that showed here, folks, in the total plays. Um, you know, so UTSA had 83 total plays of offense, Texas had 58, you know, so folks, that is 25 more plays. Um, they were, you know, a more balanced team, you know, 51% pass, oh, I'm sorry, run, you know, 49% pass. Texas was more pass heavy. Oh, I'm sorry, more run heavy today um, at 60% and, and uh, actually 40% here for the pass, um, once you go and look at the successful plays, folks, in the running game, UTSA was very successful as well. 16 plays successful when it comes to the running game. You know, just the same amount as Texas, even though Texas ran the ball um, more more frequently. Um, so from the passing game side of the house, UTSA was successful 21 times um, and Texas at 11 times. So they were successful 21 times out of 41 times. So, uh, you know, roughly guys are 51% SPR pass for UTSA. Texas, we were uh, 11 times out of 23 times. So about a 48% SPR for pass. Now at the running rate, um, Texas with that 16 um, SPs, we were 16 out of 35 for a SPR, which is a successful play rate of 45.71%. And UTSA, like we said before, 16 plays as well, successful, but they ran about 42 times, so about 38%, folks. 
Um, but it was pretty matched evenly for the uh, SPR total for the game. Texas had 46.5, so let's say 47%, and 45% there for UTSA. Explosive plays, folks. Now, we talked about the explosive plays. Um, you know, so, you, you know, so honestly, UTSA had two explosive plays only in the passing game, and Texas had seven total, six in the run and one in the pass. Uh, if you would have told me um, about the explosive plays, I would have thought that Frank Harris would have had um, you know, some pretty explosive plays running the ball. Uh, so Texas kind of neutralized that, which is really good to see. So, like I said, they didn't have a lot of explosive plays. Texas kind of contained that, and um, they actually uh, dinked and dunked, just like Bryce Young did there on that last two-minute drive against Texas. Now, folks, if you go and look into – I won't go into the NCN numbers. You guys can go to the websites and see those. But from the offensive side of the ball, just – just a quick synopsis, um, Texas had a 61.59 NCN offense, and that was mainly due just from that outstanding running game that Texas had. Um, and they had a pretty penalty-free game as well, only four penalties for the offensive side of the ball. And for the opponent offense, their, their NCN number was uh, was 41.24. Um, so, look, folks, the NCN number um, tracks your efficiency and your effectiveness of an offense or defense. So this is the offensive side of the ball over the entire game. Uh, average score is around 45 points. You know, so Texas best of that. They were an above average offense for this game, and UTSA was a little bit below average, right? Um, so, folks, for the NCN defense, Texas had a 53.09. The average, again, is 45 points. So they were slightly above average, and the defense for UTSA had a 23, so they were way below average. Texas kind of did what they wanted to in the second half, and it truly changed things around for the game. Um, so, folks, if you look at the – um, let's take a look at the what I really want to get into, folks, is I want to talk about successful plays. We talked about that. We talked about explosive plays already and how Texas um, had had seven um, out of the 58 plays. And that means that over 12 percent of their plays were explosive plays in nature. They had 240 um, XP yards. Right. So explosive play yards. Texas had 240. Um, so that was roughly 52.29% of their total yardage. And that's kind of been a consistent theme here for Texas. It's around a 40 to to 50% range of their yards are going to come from explosive plays, folks. Explosive plays, like I said, running plays that are 15 yards or more, passing plays that are 20 yards or more. Um, for the opponents, for, you know, like UTSA as a whole, UTSA, folks, they only had 59 yards total of explosive play yards. That was only 14% of their total yardage. So 59 uh, yards total out of around 409 yards, only two out of 83 plays. Only 2% of their plays were were explosive plays. Only 14% of their yards were explosive play yards. Texas did a good job of containing and not getting beat deep. Um, The only one that was a little alarming was when Jamison came in on his first play. You can tell he was still a little hobbled by his ankle, um, but the guy got behind him for a touchdown. Luckily, it was a penalty. And, you know, Sark even said in this press conference, he kind of had to come down and settle him down and tell him, hey, this is your game. Do your thing. And he played an outstanding game after that. Um, so third down metrics, folks, this is the one that really gets me. Third down metrics. Texas has not been the best in third down metrics this year. So if we take a look. Um, third and short. I got a third and short, six plays, third and short. Um, and they were successful, folks, four out of those six times for 67 percent successful play rate. And all four of those um, third and shorts that that were successful were in the run game. Okay, they didn't pass at all out of third and short. They ran in third and short, and they were successful sixty-seven percent, so four out of six times. Now, what's alarming still, folks, is third and long. 
third and long. We had three third and longs. None of those third and longs were successful. And I think for the season here, you know, for Texas folks, for the season, we're 0-12 on third and longs. And that's third and longs or any third downs that are seven yards or more. So we are 0% on third and longs. We got to get better on that. We got to short it up. We have to short it up to be a team that can compete for a Big 12 championship. Um, but, you know, honestly, I think this game plan was very vanilla. Um, and uh, once we did have third and longs, we did a lot of screens and things of that nature. But we got to be able to convert those third and longs to assure that we can make it to Big 12 championship week and continue to play at this high of a level. Um, looking at third and short for the uh, opponent, they had seven third and shorts. They were successful five out of those seven times, folks. So third and shorts, folks, are three yards or less. Um, and they ran the ball five out of those seven times and passed it two out of those seven. So uh, they were unsuccessful on third and short, passing the ball both times and successful um, uh, four out of those five times. Well, I'm sorry. They were successful one out of those two times on third and short and passing and successful four out of those five times on third and short running the ball. Now, they would have been successful third and short passing the ball two out of two, but the wide receiver dropped the ball. No, I'm sorry. That was fourth down. So excuse me on that one. Never mind. Third and long. Six third and longs for the offense, for the opponent. Uh, they were successful two times. Uh, one one running the ball and uh, no, actually both passing the ball. They were 0 for 1 on third and long running and two out of five on third and long passing. So Texas, one thing Texas has to do, we got to shore up the third and long. We got to shore up the third and long, start converting some of those. Because once you get tougher competition, that can definitely be a problem. Now, not, not can, it, it definitely will be a problem. Um, that was one of our um, actual Achilles heels last year was, was converting the third and longs. We got to get better. We got to scheme better. Got to take better advantage and make better adjustments here going forward. Um, so let's take a look at the personnel packages, folks. We had 28 plays. I got 35 run plays. I got 23 passing plays. Um, and here are all the formations, folks. We didn't use zero, you know, so empty. Um, we used uh, 10 personnel eight times. You know, so 10 personnel guys is uh, one running back, no tight ends. Um, one running back, one tight end is 11 personnel, pretty even. Nine run plays, nine pass plays, 18 total plays. 12 personnel was was um, was our package that we actually used the most. 20 run plays, two pass plays out of, out of 12 personnel. Um, so for a total of 22 plays. And out of those 22 plays, you look here at the jumbo, at the jumbo, which was using Andre Carrick as the second tight end. We used him. He was the he was the second tight end, 16 out of those 22 plays in 12 personnel. So we're using Andre Carrick a lot more. Um, in this game, it was, it was more for the run. In the previous game against Alabama, we used him more for pass, for extra pass coverage um, um, to basically fend off Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. This game, it was to open up the running lanes and – if you look at, I put something on my Twitter page there uh, where uh, Rojo had a run off of the right tackle um, and Christian Jones basically blocked somebody five yards and uh, um, JT Sanders uh, had an initial block on the defensive end and then he carries it on to the second level to a defensive back, gets him out of bounds and he drives him, you know, probably seven or eight yards mm-hmm. off the line of scrimmage. And then Andre Carrick, you see him, he drives the defensive end literally folks uh 10 yards down the field pancakes him um at, at the 30 yard line and rojo still running i think rojo had a big run that run for like probably 25 or 30 yards so you see exactly how effective that um 
that jumbo package and, and the 12 personnel can be if used right and and uh you know just actually correctly so uh it's something that can be used and be utilized sark said in this opening day press conference that andre carrick is kind of that swiss army knife one of the more versatile folks having a guy like kelvin banks jr come in and take over that left tackle position gives him the freedom to move around andre carrick and he can be a guy that can plug and play so i said he's one of our most important offensive linemen here because not not only is he the swing guy that comes in if uh, if a carry gets hurt or or somebody he knows pretty much every position on that line except center, but he's a guy that comes in for our jumbo packages. Um, so we use two back personnel, twenty personnel, twenty one and twenty two personnel. Um, we use them a total of uh, eight times this game, and we were pretty successful in those eight times. So in twenty personnel, we were successful fifty percent of the time. So one or two, twenty one personnel we were successful um four out of six plays folks so 67 percent, which is great and 22 personnel we didn't use one thing i will say 30 personnel road cat personnel uh wildcat personnel we used that i think twice this game were successful both times rojo um, had two good good runs i think both off of the right tackle as well shout out to christian jones he's having a hell of a season so um you know so this is just a breakdown we use a lot of different, you know, like combinations here, folks. We use 10, we use 11, we use 12, we used um, 20, we used 21, um, and we used a Wildcat there. We use six different personnel packages. And if you count the Jumbo, which I count into the 12 personnel, you can say Jumbo is, is, is the seventh one. All right, so we use seven different, you know, personnel combinations. Sark got very creative here when it came to um, calling plays and, and 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 dialing up formations for us to have it have a, a a successful game plan here. Great adjustments in the second half. Um, you know, I think that the team responded very well here in the second half. Um, so if you take a look at the SPR pass, so the successful play rate, folks. You know, when it comes to passing, was forty eight percent for the entire game. The SPR for run was forty six percent for the SPR for run. The SPR total, folks, 0.47. So forty seven percent successful play rate overall for the game. Um, very similar to the um, opponent, the opponent, 45% SPR total for the entire game, 51% in the pass, 38% in the run. We're right going to talk about that. They ran the majority of their plays. When you take a look, they ran a lot of 11 personnel, a lot of 11 and a lot of 10 personnel, right? And they were successful in that 11 and 10 personnel. Uh, let's say 11 personnel in the running game, they were successful 32% of the time. So having that extra tight end, and I think they had the big boy, Cardenas, who was a monster. They used him pretty well in, in, a, in an opening script. Um, he caught the ball well. He blocked very well as well. He had a fourth and one conversion, if I'm not mistaken, where he came in from the from the left side and took the took the snap on the center and actually ran for a first down. But the SPR run was 32% out of the 11 personnel, but their passing was they had an SPR of 47% out of 11 personnel. But total SPR total out of that uh, group, which is their most heavily used group, 11 personnel was 39%. Now, 10 personnel, I think, is where they kind of dice us up a little bit. And they kind of use this um, with the same notion that what, like I said, Alabama used. So in 10 personnel, they had um, uh, 12, yeah, so 12 pass plays, 12 run plays. They were successful 11 times out of those 24 Five in the running game, six in the passing game. So 42% successful play rate in the run, 50% successful play rate in the pass, and a total successful play rate of 46%. Now, their most successful formation was empty. And um, 
they used empty quite a bit. I think in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken, they used it quite a bit, I think, in the third or fourth quarter. But they had 15 plays with eight successful plays, a total SPR, you know, successful play rate of 53%. 60% in the pass, 40% in the run, folks. But 53% SPR total for the entire game. Um, so that was their most su- successful play rate. Um, and the actual formation was empty. So, you know, so base zero personnel. And their only two explosive plays came out of zero and 10, which kind of makes sense, folks. That's what Alabama diced us up on in that last drive there as well um, last week in DKR. So, folks, that is pretty much what I want to share with you guys today. Um, you know, basically when it just comes to what happened during the game here, Texas versus UTSA. Um, very good game, man. I'm excited to see what Texas did this game. It was one of those bounce back games. Talking to my my friends from that other podcast, the uh, Horns Down podcast. I hate to say that out loud, but you know, Chris and Seth, we talked about this earlier, and we talked during the game as well. Me, those two guys, and Stephen about just is this a trap game? And it was a trap game because we knew Jeff Trailer was going to come in here and play. He was going to come in and play. And he did a he did a great job of game planning, and. Um, yeah, Texas just came out a little bit on top, and they won the game by 21 points, and they and they covered. Um, one thing I do want to bring up, three games in a row that PK has coached here in this season, 20 points or less, and he said he wanted to do that last year. His goal was 20 points or less in every game during the season. For the first three games against ULM, against Alabama, and now against Conference USA champs, UTSA, 20 points or less. Kudos to Coach PK. Salute you, brother. Um, great job by the defense. Good to see Jalen Ford had two really good games as well. Um, hopefully we can get Demo, DeMarvin Overshawn freed out of, um, you know, being uh, suspended here for the first half because that was not a targeting call. Uh, he can't help that he's four inches taller than the quarterback. He didn't he didn't spear with the crown of his helmet. It was face mask to face mask because he tackled with his head up. It's what you're taught to do. Um, it's a bang, bang play. So free DeMarvin Overshawn, free Overshawn. Let them play against Texas Tech in the first half. Um, but kudos to the offensive line. The pass protection was outstanding. Um, Hudson Carr had a lot of time to pass the ball. Outstanding pass protection. The run blocking is getting there. They're, uh, they're, they're starting to get better, but that pass protection, which is what I was worried about, is amazing. And that is uh, kudos to those two freshmen that are playing, Kelvin Banks Jr., Cole Hudson. Um, Hayden Connors playing well as well. Um, so is Jake Majors and also, man, Christian Jones, man. If you're not a believer in Cal Flood, then uh, go watch Christian Jones um, from Cal Flood's first year and the second year. And you see the night and day difference in the player. You can tell what a guy like Cal Flood has instilled in him. You know, and we started to see that at the end of last year with other players like Atopia Mighty and other players. Just a little bit of time, and he's able to turn this offensive line to be not just a serviceable loon, you know, not just a serviceable unit but a good unit here in the Big 12 and a good unit that's going to, you know, hopefully get us some, you know, some good plays here in the, in the SEC in the next couple of years. Uh, so, but on that note, folks, man, thanks for tuning in. Just a quick game recap in Texas versus Texas versus UTSA. Um, Horns win 41 to 20. Good game. Uh, Bijan, great game. Rojo, great game. Hudson Card is still so gritty, man. I love to see him play. He's doing some great things. And um, the offensive line, kudos to the line. Kudos to the linebackers, Jalen Ford. Um, Overshawn, free Overshawn, and our defensive backs, man, played awesome. So did our defensive line. Just a good team effort, good uh, game of adjustments here for Texas in that second half. 
um, to basically shut out uh, the uh, Roadrunners 24 to 3 in that second half and to basically take over the game and win that thing, uh, you know, just going forward. Next battle, folks, is Texas Tech. It's going to be a really good game. I might try to do a preview of Texas Tech just to kind of show you guys what they've been up to here over the uh, the past three games. But on that note, folks, man, I'm in this podcast like I ain't in it all the time. Do you? Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance. Nino's Corner. I'm out. Hook them. <laughs>